Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome to Making Lieber Moves. Welcome to season two, and I am so, so, so excited to have you here with me today. Yes, season two does look a little different, as I, Giovanna Rosales, will be your host and not your co-host um, moving forward. But I promise I am still here to deliver and here to slay for this season. Um, for those of you who are new to the Making Leader Moves community, I just want to inform you that this is a podcast show that brings powerhouse Latinas together to discuss the challenges our comunidades are facing and the moves they took to prioritize joy in their vidas. Spoiler alert, but also no surprise, uh, they usually found joy within the comunidades they built for themselves. Again, my name is Giovanna, your host here at Making Leader Moves, and uh, I just can't get enough um, for this season. I'm so happy of what this season has packed and what's in store for us here. Um, so without further ado, let's get the ball rolling. On today's show, we are going to talk about how La Fuerza y Poder is inside of ti misma, as well as in the power of astrology. Ooh, very Walter Mercado of us. Um, and I am here for it. <laughs> <laughs> we are accompanied today by none other than the postmodern oracle herself, una amiga mía bien grande, Ilona Pamplona. Yay! Um, Ilona is a self-compassion coach who has helped dozens of women reconnect with their inner world, harness the magic of their emotions, and transform their most important relationship, the one they have with themselves. Mujer, I am here for it, and I can't wait to get into the good stuff. <laughs> her most recent work includes, and drumroll please, her first book, which comes out today, Mi Gente, which is also the launch of Seasons 2, Making Me That Moves. Um, her book is called The Journal Is Your Mootering, and I cannot wait to talk more about her journey of her new baby. And uh, yeah, just to celebrate, I decided to like bring a bottle of champs, woo, since we are celebrating uh, launches. Hola, mi amiga, and welcome to Making Leader Moves. I am so excited to have you on the show. I know I talked a little bit about who you are and what you do, but please tell us more Um, how was it that you ended up where you are now? Was this where you thought you were going to be? And was this your original life path? Oh, my goodness. So first of all, thank you for the introduction. And I'm so honored to kick off season two. Um, that question is so loaded and so magical. <laughs> is this what I wanted to do? Probably if you asked like 10-year-old me not. Um, but this is exactly where I get to be based on what I understand of the world now. And what I mean by that is, you know, when I was a young person, I used to joke to my parents, like I wanted to be famous because I loved music. I loved the telenovelas. Like I, my favorite telenovela was called Alcanzar Una Estrella, which literally, I never saw that one. I'm a little bit older. So it was literally, it means to catch a star, to reach a star. And it was about people trying to be singers. And, you know, there was a point in time when I was in high school where I actually sang with like an, an, an international recording recording artist um, before he was signed onto a record label. And so I had this like dream of like being well known through like performance mm -hmm. and um, that just didn't pan out. It didn't work in that. Like I saw how much they focused on my physical being rather than like my desire to sing and where I can go with that. Um, so I ended up going to college. I was a foreign language major. I studied languages. I love to talk. I speak English, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, a little bit of French, a little bit of German. I dabbled in other languages. And so I spent a part of my lifetime in a career in higher education recruiting. But the whole time I was raised by a mom who was very into spiritual practices. Like, mm. she, she, like I joke that I, I listened to astrology when I was in her womb because she was a Walter Mercado fan. And There was a point when I was around probably eight years old that she actually met Walter. And I'll never forget. She, yeah. Yeah, no. so she, she met Walter in New York. We were in New York and she met him. And she always talks about how when he met her, he's like, un poquito más y eres bruja. And so she would always be like, I'm not a witch, but my intuition is good. Walter said so. And apparently he said. Y lo que dice Walter, va. You know, We all grew up like that. I know. I no. know. We stopped. Everyone stopped at 545 to be on Univision to make sure you hit the horoscope, all right? We sure did. <laughs> yeah. And so there was a point where he saw me and he said, this is an old soul. 
And so my mom, so like I was always raised on the story or the myth that un poquito más and my mom was bruja and I was an old soul. So, oh and I was goodness. pretty like wise, like I like, I was like, I was like an old soul kid to begin with. Okay. Um, but, but it wasn't until like I, so in astrology, we have this thing called the Saturn return when you're around in your late twenties, right about to 30, where like all of a sudden things get a little hairy to redirect you. Mm -hmm. And I had a workplace abuse situation and I had forgotten the magic that my mom raised me on. And I forgot the magic in my life. And I went through some workplace abuse. I reconnected with like the magic of life and the joy of life. And I started investing in things like workshops on spirituality, like in, in like reconnecting to all those practices that my mom would raise me on because my mom would raise me on things like el horoscopo if you're having a bad day or if you're confused or like clearing out energy, like, you know, pasando el incienso to like clear out any bad energy. And I had not been leaning into that during that work. Mm -hmm. And I reconnected with magic and my life started opening up in this new way. I love that. And I think that's very resonating. I know that that hits a chord for me. I um, I talk about it a lot. And I remember when I was in the corporate world, it's so toxic and you don't even realize how much you're being programmed and reframed to think certain things um, that I lost my intuition or like hard or hard. Um, I remember like I have an episode with Angelia and I talk about how you know, it, it's, it's just, you have, you have a certain look to, to, or you have a certain sound, right? Like you have to look a certain way. You have to sound a certain way. You have to act a certain way and you forget all of your intuition or your gut instinct. So I would get upset when people are like, Oh, just follow your gut. And I'm like, Yo, like, what are you talking about? I don't have a formula for this. Like, mm -hmm. this is not part of the outline that I got mm -hmm. at. Like, this is not, not part of the run of show that I got <laughs> from my, for my corporate assignment. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, I started tapping into that and being like, I lost who I was. I lost a sense of identity. Let me get back into that realm. Um, because I as well, my grandmother, right? No matter what she was cooking, like paraba, and we would have to listen to Walter. And she was so obsessed that when I would travel for work, she would leave me voicemails because I couldn't answer the phone. Uh, hello, I was in meetings. And she'd be like, Eso es lo que Walter dijo. this is what Walter said and would put put the phone on the TV. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who have the same experiences as I do. And so trying to right, like be part of this corporate America, but yet have my abuelita tell me like, Walter dice que no puedes hacer esto, or Walter dice el otro. Um, very interesting to try to live in both worlds at the same time. Yes, no, absolutely, right? There's, um, you know, being, being first gen or second gen, there's absolutely. this like expectation that you surpass what mm -hmm. your parents did, that you become the dream of your ancestors. And somehow part of that requires like almost forgetting where your ancestors are from to create, the, to, to be part of this achieved dream. But, but I think what was missing in the formula of the dream was we get to step into what abundance and prosperity and fulfillment looks like without mm. abandoning the magic. You know, one of the things that I always say that I feel blessed is that my father was from Colombia. My mm. mom was from Ecuador. But, and, but Colombia is like oh, where magic, I know, right? <laughs> um, and, and Colombia is where like magical realism was popularized because mm -hmm. of Gabriel Garcia Marquez, the idea that like pigs could literally fly in a book that otherwise seemed very normal, right? And yeah. so there is a magia, there is a magic that the, that's part of the culture, la cultura has like mm -hmm. this belief in magic, yet somehow in order to, to be successful, there's this perception that that gets to be relinquished to fit the paradigm of success. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like what you're saying reminds me, like you have to look apart. No, you don't. Like in that, that's like the missing formula of our magic that we get to bring the magic to the spaces that we were, that, that, that we, we inhabit. And I love that because that's actually how you and I connected. 
um, was through the magia of community. Yes. And, yes. And then here at Making Leader Moves on season two, I'm focusing on a lot of community and comunidad because a lot of, well, right, I'm a solopreneur. You as well are an entrepreneur. Um, a lot of the women that we know, but even those that are in corporate, we feel alone a lot of the times because there's no resignation. There's no community again, mm -hmm. right? Because we're so busy trying to fit in or break the status quo um, or, or, or just trying to do the best that we can in corporate or in our entrepreneurial journeys that we don't have the support or the groundation or the foundation that we wish we had. And so while I was searching for that, um, here came you and we uh, we met through a community and shout out to the Mujerista because if it wasn't for them we wouldn't be connected and find out that we're not only Ecuadorian sisters but Libra sisters so shout that's out to right. Libra Ecuadorians um, but the importancia of how that's been and how that has that has impacted both of us um, not only together but also apart in our amazing journeys and now here we are full circle launching our babies on the same day and uh, ready to pop these bottles of shams. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting that you bring the community piece into that because in, even in that there's like such a magical sacred design for, you know, what, what community and connection looks like. Cause ultimately there's so many people trying to be successful, like in that lone wolf energy, like I got mm -hmm. this by myself. I don't need a pack. Right. But something that you said is we're both Libras and you mentioned before Angeli of Manifest House, another community, another Libra. And part of like the Libra energy is this idea of like not having to do things alone, learning how to cooperate, learning how to do things together. And that is such a part of our design. Um, whether it's astrology, like for me specifically, I also have the channel of community in my 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 chart where it's like community is something that is part of my nature. And, mm -hmm. and even if you don't have a part of your design, it's still interesting to see how we have all of the signs in us. So even mm -hmm. if you look at your birth chart and you're like, well, I have nothing in Libra, but Libra still exists in your chart. And there's going to be a point in time where certain planets are going through Libra and you're going to feel that. In mm -hmm. fact, it's so interesting that this season you're focusing on Libra. I mean, a connection uh, as like a focus because by the summer, um, we're going to have what we call the South Node of Astrology. And the South Node of Astrology is like what gets to be easy, what's really easy. And we're going to have a sense of ease when it comes to Libra, which is that one who knows like how to be part of something, like not be in the lone wolf energy. So we're going to go through like an 18-month cycle during the summer, starting the summer cycle of like, hey, let's be in connection. Because connection is going to be where we get to feel that ease and where it gets to flow more easily. Oh, I love that. And I'm here for it. And uh, I'm I'm always down for the connection. Um, even like when I haven't heard from you know, in like five or six months, I'm like, hey, boo, love you. Like, <laughs> let's let's have a catch up date. Um, and I, I did that. Right. I did that. I want to say about six weeks ago with you. And yeah. then you tell me, yeah, girl, I'm so sorry. I've just been really busy launching a book or like about to launch a book. And I was like, Ilona, I wait, first of all, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, second of all, tenemos que hablar. we have to talk about this. Um, because this is such an amazing milestone for you for Latinas now, right? Becoming authors, making their own imprint and, and making sure that their voices are heard and seen because there's a lot of us out here, y'all, and uh, and and why not get the books that inspire us and that resonate with us, especially like if we grew up with certain things, right? Like the Walter Mercados um, in our lifetime, and so I want to talk about this book because I want I I, I want to know not like one, how was this idea brought up, and two, yeah, just. Yeah, I have so many questions. So let's start there. <laughs> you know, what I can say, so first of all, this book, and I'm holding it up right now, is this the journal is your mood ring. It's a journal book on color and emotions and how color impacts our energy. And the way I got to this work, so even though I lead with astrology, one of the first woo-woo or spiritual or esoteric practices that I started off with was not even tarot. It was a, a deck I was specifically trained on called the Color Mage Color Oracle. And it really was all about like tapping into 
the magic of color and how it shows up in your life and knowing that certain colors represent certain themes of life. And mm -hmm. I would do these readings because like, you know, my mom was like a little like, like Walter said, un poquito magia bruja. So sometimes she would, she had a deck and she would pull things and she, she wouldn't trust mm -hmm. the messages. But I didn't like the deck. I think tarot is very medieval and very scary. Mm -hmm. So when I saw this, I'm like, this feels a line. Mm. And I started pulling these cards and like people would cry being like, wow, I feel so seen or like, oh my gosh, how did you know? Mm -hmm. And I had this moment where I'm like, there's something really powerful when you understand that colors, oh, and we had a lot of purple, colors kind of like, they elicit emotion. They, and, or they also create emotions, right? Like, or they, they maybe validate emotions. Like sometimes like if you're feeling like powerful and you put on red, you feel super powerful. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're feeling not peaceful, but you surround yourself in blue, you begin to enter waves of like peaceful energy that, and there's a lot on color psychology, but I also think that we have our own personal attachment to colors. So this beautiful soul named Bernard Charles created this deck. And I, this is how I started with the woo-woo work and, and connecting to intuition, by the way. So after that use, this was one of the first things I invested in the certificate to, to do this. And I realized the magic of like, just intention. Like I, I can be on a Zoom call with someone halfway across the world and say, hey, we're going to pull some colors and we're going to see what this means for you and how you resonate with the messages of these things. So the project came because Bernard, who had the opportunity to part play a part in this project, was like, Alona, you get to you get to be a part of this project. And and I, I was it, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because of community and connection, because mm. this could have been his book. Mm -hmm. somehow he had the moment where he wasn't prepared to write it. And I, because I was part of his community, he gave mm -hmm. me the chance to be part of the birth of this, right? To be the one who birthed this specific project on how our moods can help us write our way through how we feel. So and sometimes that's like the, that, that alone is what makes a great leader is not you, but like you said, you had the space to birth this part mm -hmm. um but it was part within the community he he wasn't there for whatever reason um right and that but that was a great leader like didn't take that spotlight from you and also aided you within your journey and was there for you to support you we're not saying it won't be his time but it wasn't his time right now and and you know what? It's so beautiful when you're working in a community that co-creates. That's exactly mm -hmm. what he, you know, what he expressed to me, this idea that like this is his specialty because he's the one who's like kind of the leader or was like a leader in that for a while. Mm -hmm. And he was like, but but he's like, you, he's like, I feel called to 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 give this opportunity to you. Um, and, and especially he's he said, because we need more Latinas. We need more women of color in these spaces. So I also really get to honor his, his vision mm -hmm. to exalt and highlight, uh, you know, people in these spaces. Cause had he not given me that opportunity, it would have been, you know, like there would have been like another non-Latina in one of these spaces. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause when you look at the spiritual world and the, the woo-woo community, um, I think it's only recently that we've begun to see more women of color um, and, you know, more representation because for a while it wasn't like in the beginning in the advent of this new realm, it wasn't, it wasn't very diverse. And, and I used to be, I used to, I have invested in teachers who were well-known. And I remember thinking like, I'm literally the only Latina in this group. Or I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like five, one, one out of 5% of Latinas in this entire space. And thinking that, you know, I get, I get to go bigger so that more Latinas have the possibility of saying, I deserve to take up space in this realm. Especially because a lot of this stuff is our ancestral history, right? Like this is- Period, that part. You, you know, I was ready, I was, I was ready to come in with that munition um, and, and, but that was it that that's what i was ready to say is i like like for me right maybe not my mom um but my grand like my grandmother raised me in that kind of stuff um but then you have my mom right or some of my family that's very very catholic and so a lot of that was shunned or a lot of that was like 
don't don't pay attention to your grandma, right? Or like, no le pongas atención. Like here she goes again with her crazy shit or her crazy shenanigans. Um, but th but that was her Catholicism, right? And her fear taking over mm -hmm. her. And now now me and my mom are are we're a work in progress. We're a work in progress. Um, but she's a lot more accepting and a lot more receptive because of the fact that she sees. Oh, it's not. Oh, this is what a mal de ojo means. It doesn't mean what I thought it meant. Um, but it was because, again, just that stripping away of of who we really are, and and that's mm. just all of that is who we are. <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the day, so yeah. being able to have the spotlight shown on you is gr is is great. But it's it's also like, yeah, that's where you're meant to be because that's what you were born into. Well, yeah, it's it's part of the design. It's part of our ancestry. But I, th I also want to say it goes back to community. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and this is why it is so important to cultivate community because it is very different to say, I have a voice. I Because ha I have a master's in wellness coaching with a concentration in mindfulness. I've had tons of like woo-woo certifications that like, you know, make me, you know, perceivably established to be in this work. And yet, had I not had community, I wouldn't be able to take up these spaces. It, I have to say, mi gente, it is very difficult to think you're going to show up in this big space alone. Now, I'm not saying that you can't. There, yeah. You definitely have the, the possibility to create in your life what you want. But it for me, if it wasn't for being plugged into community who saw in me what I was capable of, I wouldn't be where I am. That part. I wouldn't be where I am. That part. Me, I've, I, you know, being in the Mujerista, you saw me. I'm now a community officer in a group called the Anima Collective. They, they root me on like nobody's business. We that if there's like a fuel community, community is a co-creative fuel. I um when when I talk about leadership and community and the importance of it, I always talk about how it accelerated me. In, in all aspects, financially, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And you were there. You are one of these people, you know, me, you and I did a live talking about um, losing our loved ones, right? Like that was a huge chapter in my life. Mm. That was part of my journey. And you and a few of, of, of the other women saw me at my worst. Like y'all saw me in a state that I didn't even know I was in, but if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it was funny because I was looking back at my journals and so much transformation happened. And I thought it happened in three years. No girl, it only like really happened in like one and a half. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought this was, I mean, there was from three, but like when the intensity was in it, um, mm. of, of all that change, it was like a year, like a year and a half of in, intense, intense work. Um, the other year and a half was just very like topsy turvy. But mm. again, like it, it was community that helped me walk through that path of healing. It was, it is community that is able to get you all these different connections, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and help you birth your your different gifts and your different talents. So I commend you and applaud you for for just giving community that much space um, and respect in your life. And so having said that, what made you decide to say, you know what, Ilona, it's it's time to share your gifts with the world? Oh, that's actually a great, a great question. So when I was talking about that, so that Saturn return where I had like that work breakdown where it was just an abusive, toxic boss. Mm -hmm. Um. I actually spent, before I went into community, I spent time taking care of me and getting to know me. Mm. And so like I did, originally I had done these practices, these things, these workshops to take care of me. Mm -hmm. And it was as I got deeper into seeing people in that spiritual space and in these leadership spaces, there was a moment, I remember there was a moment where I had the curiosity of going, well, I can make, I don't want to do I don't want to work for, there, there was a point, like, I think we all get to a point where like, I don't want to work for someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. But some of us, that some of us, that's just not where we get to be some, I, and there are people who love to be in a workspace, but some of us are born with like a clear distinction that we get to, we get to create something specific. And I had a moment, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I know I get to do something. I invested in this workshop and then I invested in the following of this workshop. And I saw the person who was the leader of that space. And I had a moment where I was like, I can't do that. Like, it was just like, because mm -hmm. I, I, by that time I had spent like 
two, three, maybe more, more like four or five years, really working on me, doing the meditation, getting the healing my physical body, healing my mind, healing my mindset. And it was like when, and this is not to say you can't take the leap without healing, because I think being in the process is the healing experience. But there was just like, I've done so much healing that there was a moment that it's like, oh, watching them on stage with a hundred people at a retreat, I was like, I could do this. Like I've like I could do this. Like why, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why wouldn't I do that? I think there's a moment in in an entrepreneur's life where you're like, I'm totally capable of this. Mm-hmm. I can make this for me, and not and not from a competition perspective. Because I also want to be very clear. It wasn't like, oh, she could do it. I can do this. It was more of like, oh, this is possible for me. It's like the expander. So I really mm-hmm. like distinction because I also have my master's in coaching and um, you know I've have been part of transformational coaching perspectives it's important to make distinctions or sometimes things are very nuanced so it's important to say taking the leap when you see someone else in their greatness and you see them as like a reflection of what's capable in you versus you see someone have what you don't have mm-hmm to have what you don't have. There's a distinction. One comes from a place of not knowing what you want and just wanting what seems to be good on the other side. Mm -hmm. And to say, oh, because they exist and they're doing well, then that means I also can exist and do well. Mm -hmm. There's not a competitive spirit. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we don't get to like, you know, be like, well, if she could do that, I could do that too. But it's it's a different come from, if that makes sense. And so, no, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Or it's also like you see that and you and you resonate with it so much. And and in the back of your head, you're saying, but there's so much more to say. So you're like, I want to say I want to say what I what like I want to share my experiences with people. Um, Because I think like that. Yeah, that's what happens to me. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good topic. Love what you're saying. Let's keep going. Um, because I want to throw in my experience and I want to throw my perspective and let's just, let's just get the ball rolling. <laughs> I, I love that you said that too, because that's the thing. Life is evolutionary, which means we keep on turning. Nothing, nothing is supposed to stay static. When things stay the same or when we try to make something what it was in the past, Mm. then we actually we don't we're not moving forward to where we belong that's why that's where like that feeling stuck or feeling not in the flow comes from Mm -hmm. and and sometimes part of our jobs as entrepreneurs or being in communities to be like oh yes and this right Mm -hmm. and adding the next step adding the next chapter to what Mm -hmm. the work is like even like for me with the astrology so i i lead as an astrology informed life coach and walter was my inspiration and i had a moment i'm like well why would I want, like, why would, like, who am I to, like, say I want to carry on the work that Walter started? And I'm like, because there was something missing. And I think there was also something, what we missed in his message. If everyone, everyone knows his famous phrase, que reciban de mi paz, mucha paz, pero sobre todo mucho, mucho amor. Amor. So what was he teaching us? That through his message of astrology, we can receive the peace of mind we're looking for and Mm. the love that we are searching for. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense to me, but did people catch on? So what gets to happen? Let's bring in the coaching distinctions that helps us take the awareness of astrology and put that peace and love through astrology into practice in our daily lives. Love that part, (laughs) working on that part. But was it something that, that you knew like right off the rip that you had um or or was it something that because 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 i mean i like if if i were to hear walter say that to my mom like oh and this is an old i would be like absolutely sign me up doesn't matter let's do it walter is life um but was was there a time like after you had that fangirl moment right because i like i all of us would have had that fangirl moment with walter was there a moment when you stepped back analyzed it and said, yes, I have gifts. Let me to first one. Yes, I have gifts Two, let me tune into them because a lot of people are scared of tuning into their own gifts. And three, it's, it's, it's going to be my gift to share with the world. Got it. 
when did I realize it was my gift? With the colors. Right. This tapped me into the intuition. This started giving me the confidence to say this woo-woo stuff that people don't pay attention to. And by the way, if you're not familiar with the term woo-woo, it's like what some people in pop culture refer to, the like all the things that are astrology and cards and like the magical things. So the first part I was like, oh, I have this was when I started working with the magic of color in the cards. Okay. Then when I realized I have something to say was as I got into that, I started picking up more tools. And there was a moment where I developed, I actually developed a coaching um, workshop that I don't use anymore, where I literally help people coach themselves through their emotion through essential oils. They wouldn't even oh. know what the essential oil was. I would have specific intention for the oils. And like, based on people's responses, I was able to like, really like directly, like I had grown military men cry being like, how do you know that? I'm like, I don't know. This is how you reacted to the forgiveness oil. Like, so this is where we get to work on for you, right? Like, or people would be like, oh, I hate the oil that represents joy. And it's like, okay, so where in your life are you missing joy? And they'd be like, how dare you? We don't have time for joy, right? And so that's when I was like, oh, I'm on to something. Because, and so the, like, so the, the, the tool, so the intuition, I learned through the tools. The I am on to something came through practicing and trying things out. Mi gente, if you have an idea, if you have a hint, if you have an inkling, if you do not try it, if you are waiting for a perfect moment to figure it out, there's not going to be a perfect moment. It's not until you try it, refine the process, you know, use your friends, like use your friends, like my bad essential oils workshop. I use my friends as guinea pigs. In fact, the first person that I tried it on was my friend Bernard who granted me the book and the Oracle cards, right? <laughs> he was like, you're onto something because he already knew what it was like to create. And he was like, this mm -hmm. is amazing. And so you get to try. So I tried it and I saw something that worked. And mm -hmm. when I was at that workshop with a very well-known spiritual leader where I had already been playing with this and seeing her, like, I just, like, I went in to think, okay, I want to learn maybe how I can grow this business. But what I realized is watching her was like, I can do this. I'm going to step in and share this with the world because if she did it and the way she talked about her story was very similar, I'm like, we're all normal people. We're all humans, y'all. All of these gurus and all these people, they're just humans. We perceive them something as more than human. And when I tell you, I've literally, and I, I don't, I've talked about this on other past, I've manifested sitting on a plane next to Deepak Chopra. I've met Teal Swan, who was like on a documentary this summer before she was like super famous, like when she was first starting. What And so one of the things that I learned in this path is we're all human. They're all human. And all they did was put themselves out there and give themselves a shot. And so many of us are not shooting our shot. And so watching this other guru be on stage in front of people and figuring it out that I could do that was the moment that I said, I get to step into this next level. I love that you say that because I just came back from a conference a few weeks ago and I met and, and I like totally fangirled her for sure. Ar Arlen Hamilton's a shout out to Arlen. But while she was doing her panel speech, I was like, this woman is funny as hell. Like she's brilliant. Like let's not obviously. Right. I mean, she's the I believe she's actually the only black female um, venture capitalist, if, if not one of the very, 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 very few one percent. Um, but yeah, like while I was at her, I was like, yo, like she's funny. She's witty. She laughs at her own quirky jokes. Like what? Yes, she's also human. So I love the fact that you say that because I totally had a stardom fangirl moment. And yeah. then by the end, I like took, I even like, you know, she was so, so sweet. And I was like, yeah, this is a, this is just another human being that I met. And gratitude grateful writing it in my journal but yeah like if again if she can do it why can i not do it i'm and also quirky i also laugh at my own jokes <laughs> like yeah and, and that's more is, common than not and the, the difference is are you going to take a chance on yourself because that's all they did mm. they took a chance on themselves I love that part. Oh, which leads me to my next question. So here on Making Me That Rules, we love to normalize being a human. And being a human comes with making, um, having, let me not say mistakes, but having little hiccups or little bumps on the road. Can you give us an example of a time where you had a little hiccup or a little bump on the road? And even though 
you know, that happened, you didn't let it distract you from your end game or your end goal. Because sometimes the crashes that we take um, from certain waves can be very, very heavy and can at times almost make us feel like, all right, like this isn't the path or let me Mm -hmm. try to find something else. Let me give up. Um, but yeah, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us. Yeah. I think the, the biggest hiccup I have that I'm still working on and and no longer like feels like a hiccup that holds me back is financial. You know, I, I was so living in the moment with my career in higher education, making good money, but I didn't, um, I didn't take care of my money. And so when my dad, so I started, so when I decided to also to take this chance on this business, my dad had unexpectedly died. Mm -hmm. And that's, that was the moment also, like, when I was like, am I going to go all in on this? Or is this going to be a side, like dream for the rest of my life, watching my dad die suddenly, he still had life to live. And so I took a chance. And one of the chances I took was being older. Like I said, I'm, I'm a little bit older than some of my, my friends and counterparts and being of a numerically, age. numerically, not yes, spiritually, numerically. not, yes. you don't look, you don't look it, you don't yeah. look it. Okay. <laughs> so, so I had this moment where I'm like, you know, older, not married, no kids, no investments and wanting this big dream and being like, Oh, am I going to hold, let this hold me back? And I decided as someone in their late thirties, many years ago to be like, I'm going to move in with my mom, quit my job, um, and, and try to make this work. And there has been hiccups. Like it was difficult to be like someone who lived on their own and took care of their own bills. I mean, I, I was, I was paying my bills up until then. Like I wasn't like defaulting on stuff, but it was this thing of like, I didn't have enough Mm -hmm. to, to do it in a place where I felt comfortable to do it on my own. And so I felt like it was a hiccup to be like, Oh, I'm like 30 and I'm going to move in with my mom at this age and not have a prospect and not know if it's going to work out. Um, And I even took out loans to work with this coach who charged me ridiculous amounts of money. And that didn't end up working. And even that like continue to have these financial hiccups, but there was these moments of like, but I still was creating enough to pay the basic bills. And I still was lucky to have a mother who would roof, put a roof under my head mm-hmm. and like, you know, knew how to, knew how to make a, a rice and beans enough to like, you know, survive the week. Right. Like she, you know, she took care. I mean, we were never that she was, she was, yeah. taking care of, I wasn't, but yeah. like, you know, she showed me like there was always enough. Yeah. And so not letting, not having the money that I wanted to invest up front to keep me from doing the things. I feel like there are a lot of people who have this perception that these people that you see that are influencers, yes, you definitely have some influencers that are making like $10,000 for an Instagram post. But I'm going to tell you, Mijente, there are some people out there who are not as financially stable as you think, even though you think that they're very visible and stuff. And, and they do not let that financial part hold them back from using their voice, taking up space, and giving them their shot. Because if you believe yourself in yourself you're going to, you're going to do what it takes to make it happen. Even if it means that you're not investing in that high ticket coach to get you to the networks and the, and the places you want. But I will also tell you that if that there's, there is an investment to be in the communities that will get you to the next space. And so I think part of the hiccups was learning who to invest in Mm. to to the places and the spaces that took me to the next level. That's what I learned. Money shouldn't hold you back. You get to learn who to invest in. And if you invest in something that didn't work, don't don't use it as the reason why you can't make it. Use it as a lesson of what you get to do differently next time. So many gems were dropped in, in that response alone. One, I want to thank you for being fully transparent with this community because we don't talk about it enough. Um we at all and for you to say room, straight up <laughs> i went there <laughs> but for you to straight up say like yo i was in between my mid to late 30s you get to you decide what number pick a number but i made the financial decision to move with my mom because i knew where i wanted to be in x amount of time um that takes guts that takes courage and a lot of us would rather be like no 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 because of el que dirán Right. Yes. What will they say? Oh what will they say? I'm in my mid to late 30s and I'm moving back with the moms, with the parentals. Que dirán? 
So it's this facade, it's this fake facade that no one cares about because they're not paying your bills, right? Everyone, tu tía siempre tiene cosas que decir, right? She always has mierda to talk. Tu tío también will always and forever judge your ass. So yeah. it doesn't, you know, my abuelita same, like always, yo, like always. So it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you have to take care of you. Because if you're not taking care of you, no one's going to, you can't show, you have to show up for you because no one else is going to show up. Like, your parents can love you, right? Your tias, your th whatever, but they they won't take care of you the way you will take care of yourself. And so the fact that you listened to yourself, Ilona, heard the voice that was in you and said, fuck el que dirán, aka fuck who, what they're going to say. I'm going to do what I need to do for me. Beyond oh, yeah. powerful. Um can't thank you enough for sharing that and and kudos to you for for giving there's probably listeners right now that are like bro i've been thinking about this and, and this might be the sign so i appreciate that another thing that i will will commend you for as well is saying sometimes those are the trial and errors that we have to do is trying to find our communities because just because you're paying for a community and even paying mega ass money for that community doesn't mean that that community is for you again like i've had those experiences where i've dropped like i don't even i like 3k for a community and then i was like holy shit these aren't my people. They're not showing, like, they're not really showing up for me the way I need to be showed up for. They're not supporting me the way I need to be supported. Um, and then going to some of these leaders, which, you know, they're like, they're on all these types of shows, right? All of them, the Good Morning Americas, the 2020s, like all of these. The Oprah's. Go, yes, the Oprah's. And you go and you're like, uh, not, not really my people. I just dropped money, not my people, right? You said I took out a loan, not my people. Um, but, but going through that journey and not letting, and that's literally you not giving up on no. yourself and on your dream no. and find, and now that you found your gente, you're like, I can't live without them. No. Oh my God. And that's what fuels me. Right. Like I'm still not, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a bad position, but I'm not where I want to be financially, but mm -hmm. I, I, I took a bet on myself and that anyone listening, if you are out there, and you know, in like, because it's it's like in every cell of your body. If you know in every cell of your body that what is in your mind is where you want to go, and you believe that no matter what it takes, you can make that happen, then you get to hear that you get to bet in on yourself. It doesn't matter the age. I didn't. I didn't let age stop me. Mm. It doesn't matter your financial position. It doesn't matter. I was. I was. No, I feel like that. There's like that meme of like. I think it's like Pride and Prejudice. Like I have no prospect. I'm thirty, <laughs> and you know, like who will take me? Right? Like that. Like I, I've got no prospect inside. What will become of me? Who will want me? Yeah. Guess what? I want me. I want me, and I Boom. want the future that I can see possible for me because I can feel it in every cell of my body. Chills. Okay. Chills. But also, yo, I'm about to, like, I'm going to get very emotional because you know what? We don't say that enough to ourselves. And maybe I'm going to start saying that in the mirror every morning and put it on a notepad sticky, like a sticky note. I want me. I want me. And I think that's so powerful. And I know, I know for a fact, like 75% of us don't say that enough to ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to start today. Because it starts I with us. It starts with us. And this is, you know, this is something I want to talk about when it comes to astrology, the woo, the magic, coaching, you know, even like religion, like you, it's in you, you know, the power within yourself. You came here for a reason. You have a, you have a, you have a, a seed inside of you, a purpose inside of you, but it's in you. And so many of us are looking outside of ourselves for that for that answer. But the answer is in you. This is why when you're like, okay, well, how did it start? It started with me. I had to go through my healing journey. I had to understand myself. I had, I did all the things to get to know me mm -hmm. so that I can then go to the people that were the mirrors and expanders for what that path looked like so that I can be now on the path, you know, and I'm not where I want to be, but like, I mean, not many Latinas can say they have a master's. Not many Latinas can say that they have a published book with a publisher, right? Like not many Latinas can say, they broke out of the ancestral pattern of lack, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but it had to start with me. I had to do the work. 
this and and this is and I'm also going to say that this is despite listen you can love your family we can love where we're from but we also like every there there is no perfect culture there is no perfect ideology there is no public perfect mindset it is what is aligned with me and we get to honor the places we're from but break free from the limitations like we've talked about this we're ecuadorian but we can even say i am proud to have these ancestral roots and i still get to release myself from the limited mindset that some of these like cultural mm -hmm. keep us from like how dare you like I, I i definitely have you know some relatives who are like but she's not married and she doesn't have kids and blah, 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 and it's like great but like what what would like i feel fulfilled is that not enough mm. and so you get to want yourself you get to want yourself and the places you want you see yourself going more than i think to honor our ancestors it requires us having be being free from the paradigms that held them back. Ah, uh, so, so true. So, so true. And wanting me entails discovering me and learning me and being intuitive with myself. And that takes time, right? That takes patience. That takes learning. The patient part is the part that kills me personally. Uh, so I pray for patience a lot. Uh, <laughs> But that's so true. That's so so true. And and that's that's a great that's a great essence, and that's a great learning. And it's something that we kind of have to just learn every day and be on a journey on every day, because it 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 it's your life. It's like literally your life's work is wanting you and choosing you. And I, oh, I can't this, I can't get enough of that. And and this is why I work with the tools because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some like academic behavior change. You know, there there was this thing in the 80s, these guys wrote this book about behavior change that I learned in my master's program. And it was like, listen, there are like these five steps to behavior change. But the way I saw them personally, there's some like, it's basic. It's like, we start with awareness. Who am I? Is this what I want? Is this who I am? Is this where I'm going? The second step is kind of like, oh, okay, what do I need to know more awareness to make that happen? The third step is, am I gonna take the actions to do it differently. If I'm not, if I'm here and I want to be here, what gets to be different? And what are the steps? Am I taking those steps? And taking the steps, my friends, mi gente, is not the final step. The final step is maintaining that. Maintenance mm -hmm. is the final step of behavior change. But so these things like the book, why did I create the book? Why do I use the cards? Why do I use astrology? Because most of us are not even aware of who we are and what we're doing. That's just a step. So some people go, oh, like, so a lot of our abuelas and our mothers were stuck on astrology as the behavior change, but it wasn't the behavior change. It was the awareness. And some of them did not take the awareness that Walter was literally telling us, but then they'll be like, no, it's porque tú eres así. And they wouldn't bring the love to the awareness. Mm -hmm. And it required saying, oh, we're going to shift. So, so I have this information. This person is a Taurus or this person's an Aries or this person's a Gemini. And they're going to be, they're going to be like this. And I'm like this. And so I'm going to use this information to, to create a new energy, new behavior based out of love. Ah, love it. So we get, we, you, these are the tools. These are not the answers. These are the tools of awareness. We are the answer. These pull out the answers from us so that we can start taking the actions we get to change. Oh, love it, love it, love it, love it. And we um, obviously, right, we find ourselves within ourselves, but it also definitely takes community. We've talked about this. Um, and so I want to ask you, how do you find your comunidades? I know we talked about how like, you know, sometimes you go to these big conferences or like you enter some big ass communities and they're not what you want. Um, so it's a it's a learning process, right? It's learn it's learning progress. But where where do you find your comunidad? Or how have you found your comunidad? That is so amazing. Like for me, I feel like so I I said before how in human design, which is like an offshoot of astrology and other things, I have the channel of community. Mm -hmm. I've always been really good at making community. Like I've been like the kind of person that like I, I will I will find people and I'll be like, y'all get, we all get together and we get to make community. So I've just been like naturally. And I think with the Libra, like I've been very good at like bringing people together and forming mm -hmm. circles. But if I've, I found community online right now. I mean, we are in a technological age and I know people are tired of Zoom and, and, and this stuff, but 
this, you know, this world is huge. And that's the other thing I learned from my previous job in higher education. I've literally been around the world. I've been to like hundreds of cities, over 30 countries. I even created like community in education, like in different spaces. And now some of those people are coming into my spiritual community. So Mm. how do I find community? By being a Libra and being in connection, not isolating. Mm -hmm being like you did to me, like, Hey girl, it's been a while. Let's get in touch. So like being in connection leads me to the communities, whether it's the Mujerista, like that I happened to find out the Mujerista because I was at a, a networking event for Las Comadres, which is now the Anima Collective, which now I'm their chief community officer in. But, I would, but like, had I not even explored Las Comadres slash Anima Club, Anima Collective, I wouldn't have met Ashley to learn about the Mujerista, which led me to the Manifest House. So it's, it's really yes. one person, one new person in your life or maintaining true connection with one person can open up an entire world for you. So the way I find connection, I mean, community is by being in connection, knowing that giving my presence to another human being can open up worlds for me. Mm-hmm. And I think to add on to that, it's it's giving value when you're in these connecting spaces, right? And I don't mean all the time, like, like networking connecting, yeah. right? Because that, that that's always like what people are, 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 are kind of like misconstrued. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you are, and it's true, like your network is your net worth. But sometimes it's not about the career or the finance. Sometimes, sometimes it's it's good to like find other connections, and that's how you and I um, were able to connect. Which, just FYI, folks, um, me and Irona only met in real life once. <laughs> um, li- and it literally took us two years to finally um, yeah. me- meet up. Uh, yeah, and like she she drove two like an hour and a half, two hours to come um shout shout out it was um ashley where we have actually ashley on one of our episodes um the hip in training book so uh like that 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 was genuine connection right and it's like when we finally met in real life one we weren't strangers and two it was like uh you know and i can't let you go and i hope you're okay with this <laughs> yeah it was like it was like i feel like i already know you now i just get to be like oh you're real <laughs> Um, yeah, let's hold hands and never let go. <laughs> that, that was that was totally my vibe <laughs> when I met Ilona. Um, it was God. It was just like so. It was magic. It was magic because screen like again, screen time is amazing. But but yeah, we met we met through again purposely looking for community. And then when we met and me and her had our own charla, I think it was either on like Instagram or Zoom, we did like a quick like half an hour. Um, It was that adding value, not necessarily business wise, but healing wise, story wise, resonating wise, um, giving advice wise. And it's just, it's been a beautiful friendship blooming ever since. And, And now here we are three years later, launching together our different babies and our different journeys, but yet not so different because here we are on the same screen time. Yeah. Um, in time. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. I am here for it. So, you know, having said that, um, where, tell, tell us more about the mood ring journal. Tell us where we can find it. Yes. So, um, the mood ring journal, this is my beautiful book. It is available on Amazon. Um, I also collaborated with one idea press books, um, which you can find on my IG. It's the link in the bio. Um, we've collaborated so that anyone who buys through them, the first 100 people who buys through them will also get a mood ring with their mood ring journal. So I'm getting my mood ring. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Keeping it all cool. Um, you know, and this is where we were talking about not being attached to results. I think we were talking about this, or I was talking to someone earlier today about not being attached to results. Cause like, yes, I would love to say everyone buy on Amazon and make me a number one bestseller. But for me, it's like, I'm just like, I would just be excited that people had the magic of color and emotions in their hands. And I love that I can get mood rings out to people too. So there are multiple options and, you know, I also love supporting, you know, the little bookstores. I mean, the, the the mom and pop shops, as well as the big conglomerates, the big conglomerates, we get to thank them because they make it accessible. And we get to thank the mom and pop shops because they add this little extra heart, um, like these little extra gifts to things. So we don't get to, 
you know, there, there's so many ways. And, you know, other things that are coming up is that there's going to be a book launch or a party in on April 8th in Miami. So, you know, if anyone's in the area, definitely follow me on IG for more details. And then once this, this is um, complete, then I'm also going to be creating a whole new offer when it comes to this astrology informed life coaching. I'm, I've, I'm launching a course and, um, you know, getting people to take what Walter gave us and helping them see how they can take it to the next level. Oh, Ilona, I am so, I mean, beyond proud, right? Beyond orgullosa to call you my friend and just to, just to see you grow um, and just to be part of your journey, right? Like I said, it's going to be about three years since we've met. I can't, first of all, can't even believe it's been three years. Um, it feels like it was just two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but like seeing this path for you. And I remember one of the times that we had talked to you like, so I know it's in my journey and in my path to write a book and I'm just going to leave it there and seeing you already like, right. Like there was like boundaries there. Um, and I was like, Oh, like, this is a great idea. Absolutely. Um, and it was, you kind of like formulating and contemplating and digesting and having all of these ideas grow and then seeing it now and being able to pre-order it and get a moodering girl. Like, how is this not like how is this not full circle and th and this is just the beginning like i cannot wait to see everything else that you have on deck um and that you have lined up for us before we start heading out and giving our outros is there anything else that you want to share with us here at making me the moves whether it's about astrology community the power within us yeah. So the first thing that comes up to my mind is like the title, the power is in you, you know, lean on the tools of the world, whether it's your angel numbers or finding signs or going to therapy, use that as the opportunity to reclaim the power in you. Do not demonize your emotions. Your emotions are feedback. Your emotions, sometimes I feel like in the modern world, we have this like really negative relationship to feeling sad or wanting, like before you're like, I want to cry, right? And, and it's like, yeah, we've like held back some of our emotions. And that's why this is so important. Like that, that's why I learned this, the, the importance of color, because when you can give it something tangible, you can see it as a friend. You can see it as a friend who wants to do something. Your emotions, your emotions are feedback that you get to realign or you're in alignment. Um and then when it comes to community, community is where you can be uplifted, right? Like community is the path. It is it is it is your stepping stone. But it's but I want it's not like the stepping stone where like you're stepping on someone else. It is like how it's almost you know what I will I will be almost rephrase that like community is the hand that pulls you up. But, uh, that as, but that as you're being lifted, you lift other people up. For me, community is co-creative. So just because you're in a community and they can give to you, your presence also gives to them. It is the uplifting because together we do rise. Mm, so true. So, so true. Um, I know. And, and like, just to give a very, very quick example, I went to my first women's wellness retreat in November. And I remember I, you know, dije mis verdades, I said my truth. And, and my voice was shaking, by the way, because it was very impactful to me, this experience that I had in my life. But the fact that I had the space to be vulnerable and share my experience with these women, um, one, I found out I wasn't alone and that they had all had had similar experiences to the one that I had. And two, I didn't realize how much that experience was holding me back from a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish, including professionally. Mm. And so having them walk with me through this healing process, mm. they didn't they didn't do the work for me, but they did it with me. And mm. all of us, I know, came out different. Right. And, and, and I, I knew that I took so much away. All of a sudden I had lists, I had strategies, I had run of show. I mean, I had it all um, that even I was like taken aback by myself, but if it wasn't for a community uplifting me and giving me that space, 
I for sure wouldn't be where I am now. And it's only been what, four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with, with everything that you are saying. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't want to end the show, but unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, one more thing. I want to yes, do one more thing. Yes. Bet on yourself. Ah, uh, let's add that. Let's just bet add on it. yourself. Bet on yourself. Mm. And not, bet on yourself and not on your fears. Ooh, that's a big one. That's a big one. Fear holds us back a lot. I include myself in that. Fear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so that's all. I mean, I could keep on going. You and I can keep on going, but that's where I leave it. <laughs> bet on yourself, not on your fears. Ah. Uh, so much, so much to intake and so much to take away from this episode. Thank you so much, Thank Mi you, Amiga, Mita. for your time and sharing your expertise and resources on the Making Leader Moves community. We really appreciate here. Um, we really appreciate it here. Um, all the work that you do for us and our mental well-being. How can our leaders follow you and keep up contigo? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. My, so f- hopefully by the time of this airing, my podcast, my website, pardon, should be a podcast. Maybe I'm forecasting. Um, my website, alonapamplona.com, but I'm also very active on Instagram, at Pamplona. So those are the easiest ways to find me. Perfect. Perfect. All right, Ilona, mi amiga, thank you again for sharing tu tiempo y tu knowledge. I um, can't wait to manifest the next time that we meet. Hopefully sooner than later. Let's Let's just shout it out. Let's say in the summer. Yes, I like it. Yes, yes. Um, For all of those who have joined, thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to receive some of the gems of knowledge that were dropped here in today's episode con Ilona. Don't forget to leave a review. Cinco estrellitas, por favor. And join the online community Making Leader Moves on Facebook as well as Instagram. If you have any questions on the podcast itself, please feel free to email me at makingleadermoves at gmail.com. Um, gracias. And once again, I will catch you on the next episodio. Abrazos, besos y cariño familia. Chao.